Okay, we're back on a Wednesday, and time now for our weekly visit with vaccine researcher and family physician. Here's Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, who joins us on the line. Dr. Gorfinkel, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. Okay, we're going to start with the big headline from yesterday. Have a listen. Here is Premier Doug Ford in Hamilton offering his latest assessment on the pandemic. Like, we are done with it. Let's let's start moving on and cautiously and... You know, we, we, we've followed the rules, all of us, like 90% of us, for, for over two years. The world's done with it. So let's just move forward. All right. Is he right, do you think, Dr. Gorfinkel? Is the premier right? Is the world done with COVID? Are we done with it? Psychologically, we're absolutely fatigued. We've had it with the isolations. We've had it with the quarantines. But I think the question is this. Is the pandemic done with us? That's the actual scientific question. And if you take a look at hospitalizations, they are now coming down over the past couple of weeks, but I don't know that we can necessarily assume that it will stay that way. So of course the concern is, you know, we we have all these great metrics coming our way. So let's look at what's positive first. So yeah, hospitalizations are coming down and that's why we're seeing the lifting of some restrictions after two weeks and some restrictions now, which I think is a wonderful thing. But I don't know that we can count on that. That's the problem. So do you think that the virus cares if we have pandemic fatigue? It couldn't care less. It will do what it will do. So we know that new variants are still coming down the pipe. And whoever even heard of Omicron two months ago, and now we're in the midst of it still. So this is it. We cannot afford to be complacent. And, you know, whether it's a politician or it's a a health official, a a doctor, I mean, language matters, messaging uh, matters, and we've got to be so careful when it comes to this uh, pandemic. And I think you're right. I mean, there is a difference between having COVID fatigue and being tired of it and all of the health uh, protocols and how our lives have been upended and saying that uh, we're done with COVID because we just don't know. You're absolutely right whether or not COVID is done with us. Yeah, absolutely. There's no guarantees here. Consider this. You know, four out of five Ontarians live now, and I'm talking about of all of Ontarians, so 100% of them, not just the ones who qualify. Four out of five of us have been vaccinated twice, two doses, but less than half have had that third dose. And what's really concerning is that we've seen the number of vaccinations being given out absolutely plummet. So, you know, politicians are sitting in a somewhat difficult space because they're asking, even if we stomp our feet and hold our fists up and down in the air, are people going to go for that third dose? You know, so there is such a thing. It's not just pandemic fatigue. We can talk about something called, I call it, vaccine fatigue. You know, most Canadians don't even get one shot in a year, one vaccine in a year, and now they're faced with getting three. And that's a tall order. Well, it wasn't a tall order for, you know, the just about half of the Ontarians, all Ontarians who did opt to get that third dose, but it's a tall order for enough of them. And that raises a whole other question with vaccine passports. You know, they had, they had two options with vaccine passports. This is really interesting. They could have said, really, being fully vaxxed is not two doses. It's about having that third dose. But what happened? You know, less than half of Ontarians have that third dose. 
but a 25% of Ontario has now had Omicron. So on top of whatever dosing they have had, that's four out of five have had at least two doses, you've got 25% who actually had the disease. And that's going to boost the portfolio of immunity that people have. And all of that went into this whole thing about should we let go of vaccine passports? Yeah. And let's talk a little bit more about that, because that was announced earlier this week. As of March 1, we're done with the uh, vaccine passports. And, you know, there have been some arguments that really they've been ineffectual and they have not really made that much of a difference when it comes to the spread of uh, COVID. So what is your take? And we heard the uh, premier say that, you know, we're done with it. and It's time to come out of COVID, but to do it cautiously. Is this being cautious enough, do you think, throwing away the vaccine passport at the beginning of next month? Yeah, so just to take a step backward, by vaccine passport, we mean proof of vaccination in order to enter certain venues. So that might be bars or gyms. And actually, that had a big impact on vaccination. Let's not exaggerate. It's not a bigger impact than good information. That has by far and away been the primary tool. But when governments announced, wait a second, you're going to need to show proof of vaccination, there was a notable uptick in vaccine uptake. But at this point, you know, it seems to have plateaued, more or less. Yes, people are still getting vaccinated, but there's been this huge decline. So really, governments were faced with a tough decision. Do we change the vaccine? As I said, the, the definition of to to have three doses in order to qualify for a vaccine passport, or do we just toss it out because so many people at this point have had two doses plus having had the disease? And what they opted for, this is a big epidemiology question, is it the right thing? It probably is, because public health walks a very careful walk of not wanting to be overly demanding to a population and yet ensuring that people don't die prematurely from COVID-19. All right. So what is motivating, do you think, this uh, shift by politicians? And it's just not here in Ontario. We're seeing this uh, right across Canada. Governments in uh, B.C., uh, Quebec, also lifting a lot of public health measures and lifting uh, limitations now. Uh, What is driving this? Is it the epidemiology? Are the numbers at a satisfactory level? Do we think perhaps COVID fatigue, the public sentiment, uh, which is embodied in some of uh, the trucker protests, uh, is that playing a role here as well, do you think? You know, you're stealing all my thunder because I think it's (laughs) all of the above. Like, honestly, I, I, I think it's really all of the above. But to be fair, the medical science is actually not inconsistent with that altogether. My concern is we don't want to do it too quickly. We don't want to potentially overwhelm hospitals. We certainly do not want to let go of masks prematurely. But what I'll share with you is that if you look at wastewater signals, they're going down, and that's a good thing. Case positivity rates are going down. That means of the limited, and I will stress limited, PCR testing that we're doing, which in Ontario, by the way, is limited to only high-risk individuals, that that percentage of people who are testing positive, that's going down. Hospitalizations have now turned the corner, and they're expected to continue dropping. You know, so all of these are really positive signals. But I ask you, there are certain unknowns that I find concerning. In Ontario, we're not checking widely for the sub-variant. 
You remember that BA2 we were talking about a couple of weeks ago? Well, that's still in the background, and we're checking about one out of 20 PCR tests for it. And remember, it's called the stealth virus, so what we don't check for may not be detected. Let's put okay. it that way. Would that show up in wastewater, though? Uh, it is limited. So what wastewater does is that picks up the RNA signal. So it will it show up in, in wastewater signals? I'm not certain if it will. All right, listen, we got to step aside and take a quick break. But when we come back with Dr. Gore Finkel, we were talking about uh, testing there just a, a moment ago. Changes when it comes to testing requirements for Canadian travelers. That making big news uh, yesterday. We'll get Dr. Gore Finkel's take on that and much more. Coming right up. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. <laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink. 